to the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. Have you ever wondered how people succeed in real estate and what steps they took to get there? If so, this podcast is for you. Your hosts, Sayla and Eileen Prack, interview top experts in the real estate community to share with you their real estate journey and how they achieved massive success. Our goal is to provide you with valuable real estate resources and to help you apply it to your own real estate goals. Welcome everyone to today's episode of the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Eileen Prack. And today our guest is Mina Hu. Mina is a wife, mom, multi-passioned entrepreneur and coach. And she has a background as a software engineer in the Silicon Valley. And today Mina runs multiple successful businesses, including real estate investing, property management company, full service boutique, and as well as her life and business coaching business. So I'm really excited to have this conversation with you, Mina, and get to know about you and your background. So welcome. Thank you for having me on your show. It's really excited. I'm really excited to be here. So Mina, can you give us a little bit more about your background, you know, and who you are? For sure. My name is Mina and my last name is, you may not know how to pronounce in Chinese, but it's a who. Sounds like a Chinese, sounds like a who in English, and I grew up in a small town in southern of China. My parents both are teachers, so when I was grow up, it's always get good education, get a stable job, and then your life will be good. So I spent my first twenty years in China, and then really got got my graduate from college and got my master degree both in software engineering. And I got a job in an international high tech company. Worked in Beijing for many years. I think probably five or six years before I joined a team in Silicon Valley. That's when I moved to North America and met my husband the second day after I landed California. So of their goals, actually I started property management first because I just see him struggling. Having a full time job, but at the same, because he had some multifamilies, used his own money, the money he earned from software engineering, high tech jobs to invest and then bought some multifamily. When we got together, I saw him struggling managing it because we were using third party, kind of all hands off property management company. And I saw him struggling keeping the money in his own pocket because just the company we hired wasn't caring too much about you know the occupancy of the unit and then the tenant screening so I joined this because I feel like I have all these skills from being a software engineer planning and uh, using Excel and then really find uh, ways to cut down the cost so I started to help him on that and then Later, we bought our 25-unit building together. And then I got into apartment renovation, you know, trying to increase the value of the building. So then I, I started to kind of elevate myself to become an investor to really see how that finance side worked. And we've been doing that for many years. I started in 2014. And my husband, Clef, he started way earlier than me. Then right now, we have a different title now. We are also innkeepers because last year, one month prior to the pandemic, we bought a boutique inn in Canada. And right now, we are you know running the inn at the same time, manage our properties and then continue buying more and also raising our two little boys together. Oh, wow. That's a, yeah. 
That's incredible, Mina. I love your story, especially coming from China and then starting in a new place and then really building yourself up and getting involved in real estate and helping your now husband with his properties and then to today owning your own boutique inn. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. That's incredible. And raising two young children at the same time. Yeah, the children is what we work for, right? I quit my job in 2018. And the reason why I quit my job is because my husband, we know that running the real estate investing at our part-time, but also working two full-time jobs and also looking after kids at the same time, we know it's working. Financially, we are very secure and we have bright future. However, just feel like we're just constantly doing things and not being able to really have time to, you know, have that freedom in time. That's why in 2018, I quit my job to focus on running the business the same time, running the business and also uh, look after the kids at the same time. And then last, when I started to, when I started to run the business the full time, I set a goal for myself. I told myself in two years, I want to retire my husband from his job at Google as well, uh, which is, it was a kind of a wish at that time because his income from Google is quite promising. And then to replace that, but I had that goal. And then last year, he did quit from Google and work with me full time right now. Wow. Congratulations to the both of you. (laughs) And so... Especially, yeah, especially, you know, having two young children myself, you know how important and precious time is. And so, especially when you're running around, running the business, working your Mm -hmm. jobs, you know, a lot of the time is being taken up and they're only so young for such a short amount of time. And so you get kind of worried that you're going to miss out on these like great opportunities and like great memories that you're able to create with them as they're like so little. Yeah, I still remember. So when I start, I just quit my job. I was my older one goes to daycare. um, And then my younger one is with me. So I'm kind of running the business at the same time, look after him. He was just a little baby, you know, few months old, like your younger one. But uh, it wasn't kind of get got into a period of time that I was really anxious because of like, working on the business full-time right now, I feel I have that desire, that rush to get it working better than before. And also baby is predictable. So it, I, I got into one, probably the first few months, I was, it was really confusing for me. What am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? Am I taking off, care of the baby properly? So then we've hired a nanny coming. And then going back to what you mentioned about, you know, the time with the kids, I really, you know, hiring that nanny to support me and then supporting our business at the same time was a fundamental change for us because she came in. And then we, of course, we take our older kid out of daycare as well. So the nanny come in, look after them both. And then it was so wonderful to see that working upstairs and then I take a break I go downstairs I see them playing and I can play with them for 50 minutes it depends on the schedule I have so it was really a nice combination of that freedom in time but also enjoying the work 
Yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know, especially as being parents, sometimes you kind of feel a bit guilty if you're spending all your time to building up your business. At the same yeah. time, you know, you wanted to spend all the time and why we're doing the business in the first place, why we're yeah. trying to create this financial security for ourselves. It's because for our children and for our families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I want to highlight that, uh, you know, the guilt side. I know um, not just as a woman, but also, you know, as parents, fathers, dads, they feel this too is guilty when you work so hard for your job. And then you know that it's for the family. However, by the end of the day, you might feel guilty not being able to spend so much time, like time with your kids as well. So I think what you and your husband are doing here, having this podcast to give people that support and also, you know, share other people's stories so that they know that the guilt is temporary. You are on the right track as long as you learn how to cope with that guilt, um, but also enjoying the work, enjoying family. And just uh, I remember last year, there was a fundamental, that's a change for me is um, I was listening to Ray Folio. She is a multi-passion entrepreneur. And then she has the Marie TV, which is focused on self-growth and business. And she mentioned she was sharing her story. And she said when she was taking multiple jobs to support her self-coaching business, she was doing like uh, teach people dance and also wait tables at the same time. And she mentioned something that really changed me. I think it will be really useful for your audience as well when you work full-time job and also build up your own business and having children. She mentioned when she wait table, only focus is make the customer happy waiting table. When she's teaching dance, her only focus is teaching dance in the dance school. And when she is coaching people, her only focus is coaching. It's just the importance of living in the present moment because I went through period few months that I when I'm working, my mind is in my kids. Like, oh, I should spend more time with them. With my kids, I'm thinking, oh, I haven't finished that work yet. So just the anxiety is just take the joy out of the process, right? So living, no matter what you are doing, you multiple roles, living in that present moment, living in focus on what in front of you. And then when you are with kids, be 100% with your kids when you are working, be 100% working. You will find that you can't do it all <laughs> and then still enjoy it. No, absolutely. I think that that's, yeah. a, that's an amazing point that you have pointed out. Really be present there because if you're you know, with your kids, but you're still focusing on work, you're not really 100% there. You're not giving them your full attention as, mm-hmm. as you're wanting to do. And then the same thing with your job. If you're focused on your job, but then you're thinking about other things as well, you're not 100% focused on that. And so you're doing parts of jobs and you're not doing 100% and giving your full for each of the areas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You got it. (laughs) And so Mina, thank you so much for sharing that. I kind of want to talk a little bit more about how did you come across the inn and you know, what made you want to go into the inn business? And how is that coming along for you guys? If I'm honest, it it was a mistake. (laughs) Uh, So what happens is last year, earlier, actually, it's end of 2019, we were looking to buy more multifamilies. And however, because multifamily is getting so popular, the number just does not work anymore. If you get a good deal, everybody is rushing to get it. So and then this income for sale. It has 20 guest rooms in a really good location in, um, so it's in Muskoka 
Ontario, Canada. Muskoka is called the Manibu in the north because so many lakes around it and so many water activity. And then a lot of cottages, you know, have lake frontage. A lot of cottages are here. So it was really popular for tourism. And then, so these come for sale. I saw 20 guest rooms and then have a restaurant, a pub, and an outdoor patio. And then I ran, I was very naive. I ran the numbers. I saw I have no idea of uh, hospitality at all. Like, what does it mean about rent, hospitality, restaurant, pub? Have no idea. So I was thinking for the guest rooms, it might be the same as renting out apartments. Uh, restaurant, a pub, we're just going to rent out the space. we still be kind of rent out as a commercial unit. So then, and because of the location, 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 we bought it. And then the deal closed in February. March is when the pandemic broke. We were like, at that time, we were actually talking to some restaurant owners that wanted to rent the restaurant space because this boutique inn, the building has been, it was built in 1870s. So it's like a, a building have lots of history. And also the, just the inn itself, the brand has been in the community for, I think, around 100 years, like run by seven different generations of families and people really when right now if we go to the main in the small town in, in northern Ontario and if we go to the town and ask tell people hey in, we bought in at a falls everybody knows about it that's how the brand has been unfortunately the previous owner didn't care about the built property. So that's why kind of the traffic goes down. So when we bought it, everybody was so excited. It's like, oh my gosh, you're going to bring, you're going to reopen the pub. You're going to reopen the restaurant. They were so excited. And then, so that's how I kind of got into it. My husband, Cliff, did ask me, said, are you sure you want to buy an inn? Do you know <laughs> what it means to run an inn? I was like, yeah, just renting out some rooms. <laughs> So I don't know what I got us into. <laughs> However, uh, we were really blessed last year because of the location we are in and because of the general Muskoka. And we got a, people still exploring, like people from Toronto, they explore their own backyard, um, which, you know, we are two hours away. So it's really, it's not that bad. And we were able to survive last year <laughs> it's also opens me opens my mind to hospitality and active business because uh, the previous the real estate investing is more kind of half passive for me like well, I'm still working on it all the time but when not every day right so really opened my eyes for active business and hospitality like we actually didn't realize how much we like meeting people <laughs> after we bought this in but it's a great experience and we're still working on opening the restaurant the pub and then we have the largest outdoor patio in this area so people are really looking forward to it we love hosting this show when we started this podcast, we were doing all the editing and post-production ourselves. Now, we are very excited to have this particular company as a partner of the show to do all the post-production for us, because it gives us the freedom to focus on the two things we care about, serving you, our listener, at a higher level, and growing our own multifamily business. If you are like Sayla and me, then you want to add value to others while scaling your business. A podcast is the best way to do both, and we invite you to contact Adam Adams. 
He can help you launch your podcast, market your show for more listeners, and take all the post-production off your plate so you can focus on your business instead of in it. Listeners of this show can get a free consultation with Adam. To schedule your free consultation, find the link in the show notes. Oh, yeah. And especially yeah. now, it seems like with uh, things starting to come back to normal with uh, mm-hmm. because of COVID, you know, a lot of people are still itching to go out and to travel and to get back to somewhat of a social, normal social life. So Yeah, yeah for sure. I find that people are so, I think because of last year, people can come out and then the customers, when you meet them, they understand more and they also appreciate more. We just had a long weekend in Ontario. So our inn was full. And then every guest, when they left, they thank us. Like, thank you so much for giving me this chance to get away. It's, we thank them for coming, of course. But then they were like, thank you so much. And like, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing that. It is so interesting to see how hospitality, travel, food, I in people's heart. Absolutely. And Mina, one of the other things also, you know, now you said that your husband left his corporate job and is now working full time together. Mm -hmm. And so how is it working together now as a couple full time? (laughs) (laughs) So I say we are still learning is work in progress. We always, I think our way of working together is always above kind of the a certain standard it's not like we don't fight all the time and then I think one thing last year when we had that boutique in and also you know moving to a new coming back to Canada and then also running our real estate investing at the same time trying to build out our property management and then building construction business we got into a period of time that we're just working, working, working the whole time. And we didn't really put invest time into our relationship. So at the end of the year, we just feel like, oh my gosh, what did we do? Like it felt like we're just working the whole time. So, you know, I think over the new year, we really changed our way of working because we know that the most important thing is our relationship. That's how, you know, the foundation of everything, our business, our family, parenting, and then the this everything, our own well-being, the foundation is our relationship. So we started to, you know, no matter how, we, we're going to walk together and then walk together a few times during the week or go out. Um, have lunch together at the same time we are still working on this is having that boundary is right now is husband and wife for this meeting we are business partners and to having that boundary wearing different hats really helped us to keep things contained and also I think one thing is not just applied to husband and wife working together on business, but also just husband and wife. If you are raising kids together and you work separately in different companies, I find that remember never, never dwell on the past. Whatever your last argument is, don't nev- like ever bring it back into your current. If you have an argument, never bring the argument one month ago back and say, hey, you did this, you did this one month ago. That I think that's kind of what I and Cliff really is watching for that. It's not, you know, don't attack the person, don't attack the person just to say, hey, this is current 
argument and how we can work it out. It's working in progress and there is struggle as well, but overall we are moving towards the right direction. <laughs> uh, no, I can totally resonate with that, especially talking about like wearing different hats when you're communicating with your husband, you know, even me and my husband too, he, we had to come to an agreement saying that, you know, if we're talking about real estate or if we're talking about like family, I have to tell him, this is my wife hat or this is my real estate investing yeah, hat, yeah. you know? And uh-huh. so just being able to differentiate that, you know, like it really sets the tone and has an expectation mm-hmm. on how I communicate with each other yeah. for that for that specific conversation. For sure. It's something really funny. So my husband and I want to have a business meeting every week so that we can discuss the business level strategic planning. And then originally, when I send the meeting invite, the meeting title is Mina and Cliff business meeting. And never worked. We always postpone it. You know, I have other things to do. And then we just postpone. <laughs> and then I was like, when I say Mina and Cliff, feel like we are wearing still the, you know, the wife and husband hat. So I changed the business title, like the meeting title to, you know, our company name and then a business meeting. So to encourage myself to, when we are in that meeting, just wearing the, the business hat. Oh, no, I think that's a that's a really great tip. Just specifically calling out the meeting. And then when you see it on your calendar, it's like, oh, we're working on the business now. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's wonderful. Thank you. And so, Mina, what is your next focus now? Um, This year, I really, I think, so last year, I, during the Christmas time, I really felt, you know, working a lot and then feeling overwhelmed. And then that time, what got me out is that I went online um, in actually one of my Facebook group. I filmed my struggle at that time. It's like, oh, we work too much this Christmas and my husband and I felt disconnection. And then from that, I noticed that myself, I like, I always like public speaking, but I always afraid of speaking in front of the video because I'm worried about the video presence. But from that, I actually find that I'm not that scared in front of video. And then going online really helped me to, I always want to help people because, you know, all the things I learned from parenting, running business and and having our own business coach and also you know running business with my husband all these learnings I feel like I want to get it out to serve people and help people so having that video experience really helped me develop a new avenue that uh, you know I can actually go online go on social media and to help people so this year my main focus the thing that I'm starting is that one is uh, my thought leadership platform. I'm going live on Instagram every day at uh, 10 a.m. EST. And I do live, you can call sharing or you can call training, but I pick the topic that's relevant to the people. I think people who want life and work balance and people want to finance freedom and also want to be their own boss. I go on and share things about emotional intelligence, planning, finance, and then parenting lessons online to help my audience. And at the same time, I'm starting to develop my own coaching business as well. Because I think with my experience, all the things I coming from a small town girl in China, and my parents have to, you know, borrow money to get me through college. And also I had my first iPhone when I was 26 years old. 
to right now running multiple business and have a wonderful family and then being happy about myself and being confident with myself. So I really think, you know, the things I created and the things I learned, I can help people to do the same thing as well. And I believe everybody have the same power to take actions and then get what they want. Um, so that's my focus right now to inspire people every day and also, you know, coaching people offline one-to-one. That's wonderful. Thank you so yeah. much for sharing, Mina. <laughs> and so how has real estate investing impacted your life so far? I think it's really, I like that freedom that real estate is probably is just the vehicle. I like the people side. I remember when I was young, I wasn't so social and I don't have a lot of friends. Um, my main focus is in, you know, academic. However, I always had that dream. I feel like one day I really want to be that uh, people person that I know how I know I'm emotionally intelligent to deal with people. So real estate really gave me that a platform to, you know, accountant, lawyer, um, appraisal, all kinds of trades, my tenants, my property managers, banker, lenders. So really give me that chance to work with different kind of person, different kind of personality. I really enjoy that. Sometimes it's frustrating with, uh, you know, the same. Anyway, sometimes it's frustrating but I overall I really enjoy it and I think it gave me that emotional intelligence to work on myself and then work with my husband work with my kids as well the same anyway sometimes it's frustrating but I overall I really enjoy it and I think it gave me that emotional intelligence to work on myself and then work with my husband work with with my kids as well Awesome. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. And thank you so much for sharing all of that. I mean, I really loved hearing your story, you know, especially being such a young mom and running your own successful businesses, being able to communicate and now working together as partners with your husband and wife, our husband and wife couple team, you know, I think you guys are doing such an amazing job and definitely someone to look up to. Thank you. We are here just, to, I think it's just making progress. If you want something, I know people like if you want something, then face the calling. If you have that desire, then find ways, take massive action to get there. It's you have the power within you to get there. Absolutely. And so Mina, if our listeners wanted to find out more about you and what you do and learn more about your story, where can they go? You can find me on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is the Wonder Mina Who. So it's my first name and last name and Wonder in front of it because uh, it's taking the energy from Wonder Woman. That's my secret identity <laughs> to encourage myself when I feel I need motivation. So Wonder Mina Who. And then also you can find uh, my website, wondermina.com and then LinkedIn, just search my name, Mina Who. Well, you can find me. Oh, you'll see that I do more social present more in, on social media now. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mina. I really appreciate yeah. everything that you shared today on today's episode. I'm so grateful to have met you today. Thank you, Eileen. And nice talking to you. And thank you for listening to our podcast today, brought to you by Bonavest Capital. We would really appreciate it if you can go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. Also, please don't forget to subscribe so you can always get the latest episodes. You can also connect with us on Facebook, How Did They Do It Real Estate? We'd love to hear your feedback and any topics that you're interested in for future episodes. Lastly, to learn more about us, you can go to bonifestcapital.com 
and fill out the contact us page so you can speak to us directly. Nothing on the show should be considered as specific personal advice. Please consult your legal, tax, and real estate professionals for individualized advice.